This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And today, we have special guests from Love Island, Roxy. Thanks for coming on, Roxy. Hello, how are you guys? I'm happy to be here. Uh, yeah, we're happy to have you on. Have we had any Love Island guests on? Yeah, we had the winner, Caleb. Oh, yeah, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, reality television, starts it starts to blur to me. Everybody's from the same fucking show. They're all the same show. So, yeah, I'm glad to have you on. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, Roxy. Uh, where are you from, exactly? So I'm from South London. A lot of people think that I'm, that's like a joke or that I'm lying about that. I don't know why I would lie about that. (laughs) I saw like a whole forum on Reddit about how my accent's fake and everything. So that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. People, people get really into it. Yeah. I had some people that were defending me. Other people were really like pissed off that I'm faking my accent, but I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) But I'm living (laughs) in Scotland at the moment. I went to ASU and everything. So I'm still here. Um, I was working as an account manager before and now I'm just chilling. So <laughs> trust me, I've, I've, I've been down the Reddit hole. Never go on Reddit. Never go on Reddit. It's a dark, no, dark that place. was a mistake. A big mistake. I, I didn't even choose to go on. A lot of my friends are the ones that send me all of these things. Uh. And um, a lot of it is really funny, but it's also like, wow, like people have a lot of time on their hands too. hundred <laughs> percent. Like I'd be super impressed if you were faking that accent because that's a solid accent. <laughs> Thank you. I would take it. I know it's like very mixed because I've been in the U.S. for so long. So I think a lot of people don't realize that. Like I've been in the U.S. for like, uh, like 10 years now. So how old were you when you moved from London? So I I went back and forth. Um, I was about 16. So yeah, I was like back and forth. Um, I moved to New York, to New York first, and um, then Las Vegas. And now I'm here. So it's been like a a big move around the US. And I probably won't be staying here much longer, honestly. So we'll see where I pick up and go to next. There you go. That's always good, though, to see uh, see different part i wish i would have done that a little bit more when i was younger maybe moved around a little bit because i really i really didn't get a chance to do that so that's always pretty cool to do that i know i'm, I'm trying to figure out where i want to go to next um probably i feel like everyone moves to california though like i do want to go to california because san diego is amazing but like everyone goes there and i don't want to like follow in everyone's footsteps and, and and i heard like a lot of people are moving out of california now too so bachelor nation like a lot of people from bachelor move to like la san diego but a lot of people are now moving out of la and san diego too uh-huh. so now that like covid hit and everybody's kind of able to work virtual and you're able to do different things virtually everybody realizes wait i want like land like i want to live with like a yard and not live you know and not pay five thousand for rent for a one bedroom 500 square feet you know <laughs> and not take three hours to get 10 minutes <laughs> yeah exactly yeah traffic yeah if you're gonna move anywhere in california definitely go to san diego though yeah, San Diego is beautiful. I don't think I could do LA. Like, I really don't understand how people move around in LA because I, I went through LA and it took two hours just to like get through mm-hmm. the city. And I'm just like, how do people live that? Like, it's crazy. It's insane. Like five miles takes like two hours. Brutal down there. Yeah. So you were actually living in Scottsdale before you got, I guess, recruited for the show or whatever that was. Yeah. Well, a lot of people did get recruited, but I, my story is like kind of <laughs> a little different. And it, I kind of applied almost as a joke, almost. It like I didn't <laughs> think I was gonna get casted at all. Um, one of my friends basically found a casting directors 
um, Instagram post and uh, commented my name and tagged me in it. And we were just messing around. I was like, oh, can you run my social media while I'm gone? And I got good chat and I love good banter and everything. And um, funny story, um, the, the girl that actually posted that uh she she did run my social media <laughs> while I was gone so, wow yeah um so the uh, casting director ended up reaching out to me and said I should apply and one thing led to another and then I got cast for the show and I'm still kind of in disbelief I've always wondered that how who does the social media because they probably do take your phones but it's like yeah. the show's on but then you see stories all day about the show yeah I was always so, so confused by that part, but yeah, they tell you to pick someone trustworthy to run your social media while you're gone. So um, Amber had her hands on it ever since she commented my name and she got what she wanted. So, <laughs> she was invested. Yeah, she was invested in everything. So yeah, because that's very interesting too. Because like on the show, you see y'all with phones taking like videos or pictures. Right. So is that to send to the person? running your socials oh so you get those phones because they send those text messages like oh the um i got a text you know um and it usually says like there's a recoupling or there's a challenge but so those phones are basically for that purpose but you can take photos on them and uh i think the producers send them to the islanders after they're eliminated oh cool um I never any, took any though. I I never. Uh, I just didn't think about it while I was there. I was just very like mentally closed off as soon as I went into the villa. Um, a lot of people called me really shy, and I'm not usually shy as a thing. So I <laughs> mentally closed myself off as soon as I walked in. That's pretty cool though, that you guys were able to take photos because I remember when I was in the bubble, if you will. I never thought about it either, but thank God I had a producer with me who was like snapping photos constantly. And she's like, you'll thank me later. And I did. Like she sent me like thousands of photos afterwards. I was like, thank God. We'll be right back. But that's pretty cool that you guys get those phones, but like there's no network to them, right? Like you can't text out and stuff, right? Like they're not on Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no Wi-Fi on the island. <laughs> no, I think you can text each other on the phone. Like uh, you can text other images. Um, and all the times are set differently. So you're just you honestly have no idea what's going on in that on the outside world. Um, Interesting. But yeah, you can basically only pick pictures. All the phones have different times on them. Um, yeah, and only the producers can really message you from the outside, telling you what's going on. So going back to kind of how you got on the show, you obviously that's it's kind of a cool story. Like that's a unique story. I feel like everybody has kind of different ways they got on the show. What was the like process? So you can't talk too much about it. But like, what was the process to get on? Was it you know super intense? Like you had to do a bunch of tests. Like what was that like for you guys? It was interesting because everything was virtual because of COVID. Um, so I I know the process in earlier seasons was completely different. Like I think for finals week, you would have to travel to LA. But in this case, I did it all from home, which I really worked in my favor because I was still working and there was no way I was going to be able to get time off um, for something that I didn't know would happen in like, um, you you don't know you're on the show until you're on the show and walking yeah. in the villa. Like a lot of people got sent home, um, you know, being in the hotel like after quarantining for like six weeks. So wow, that's yeah, crazy. crazy. 
but we did have a few interviews. It kind of went from like a phone call to a video interview and then more video interviews and then um, like a psych evaluation just to see, like, I was worried. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> like, what if I'm actually crazy and I'm not fit for the show? So um, yeah, we, we did like a four hour psych test and like a medical test. And I'm sure like with The Bachelor, it's somewhat similar. Very similar. We have to do all those kinds of tests too and stuff. Cause I, I honestly kind of keep forgetting that like you guys filmed during COVID basically. Right. I mean, towards the like later end, but like, yeah, definitely during COVID, what were the COVID protocols? Like, I mean, did they do a pretty good job? Like, was it pretty intense? Yeah. Uh, we were tested in the hotel like every other day, um, just like wow. a swab test. And we weren't allowed to socialize any- with anyone besides like our chaperone. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were constantly tested too. And we were basically put into zones and each zone couldn't interact with each other either. Um, and also when we're in the villa, we were tested each week too. So it was intense. I, I think like if anyone got COVID, they would be sent home imme- immediately after quarantining. And we were also required to quarantine once we got to Hawaii for two weeks. So yeah. that was like another reason they flew out people so early. That you obviously kind of lose your mind already because you are secluded and you were doing that, but then also you flow out early to quarantine. So like how much were you losing your mind? Oh my gosh. So I didn't think I would be that person to be like, Oh my God, I can't do it. Blah, blah, blah. But I really was, I, it was like mentally draining. <laughs> like we were only allowed out for about 45 minutes. If we were lucky to go and use the gym yeah. and yeah, it was just a lot. I, I wasn't expecting to feel like that. I always thought I was like mentally capable of of going through an experience like this. But I don't know. Like a, a lot of people ask me if I do it again. And I, I don't know if I would. Like, I really don't know because it mm. it was really mentally draining for me. I think some people are made for situations like that. And I, I thought I was. And I don't think... I actually am. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think you're more than of like an extrovert? If you were like, you need, you get your energy from like other people, like talking and mingling and things like that with other people. Yeah, I'd say so. So I, a lot of my friends always say I'm the most outgoing one out of, you know, our friend group, but going in there, everyone's so extra. So yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, So I was the introverted one and I was not used to that at all. Like a few other Islanders, like Cinco and Jeremy said the same thing. They're usually really outgoing, but as soon as they walked into the villa, there's so many big personalities in there that a lot of people lose their voice. And yeah, it's funny. I don't think I've seen Jeremy say anything this whole season. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. See, the thing is people gave me a lot of shit for being quiet, but no one gave him shit for in the villa for being (laughs) quiet either. It's like, I don't know. I felt like as a woman going in, they were like, oh, she she should kind of try more to be outgoing. But the guys, they got away with being quiet. It, like, really yeah. bothered me, actually. <laughs> okay. I feel like when men are quiet, it's, like, charming. But when women yeah. are quiet, they're bitchy. Like, I feel like that's yeah, what people right? think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was annoying. But um, I just didn't have enough time in that to really um, open up and get to know people. Yeah, because you came in right as, what, the first recoupling, right? Or yeah. the first elimination? Yeah, so someone had already, uh, Christian had been eliminated. Um, and so I had no idea that he wasn't there either. So I had gone in the villa expecting him to be there. Is that who had your eye? Yes, yes. 
And he he was actually there. Hot chick is the funny thing. Oh, really? Oh, he was? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Didn't know. So, yeah, yeah, so you guys had your own little love island over there on the other side of Hot Chick. <laughs> There's our clickbait headline. No. <laughs> what a romantic nice to be <laughs> yeah right what a meat cue that is baby seeing blake horseman from bachelor nation djing a hot chick <laughs> so you and christian left early is what you're saying <laughs> talk us through like when you got the like official hey you're coming on you know you're going into the cast like what was that like it was honestly like i was expecting to feel really excited and it was honestly a weird mixture of emotions. <laughs> um, so basically they told me three days before I was flying to Hawaii that, you know, you're going in, you're going to be part of the Love Island cast. And then you get there and you think it's going to be go, go, go. And I completely forgot you even had to, we had to quarantine for two weeks. So I was in my room alone <laughs> quarantining uh, for two weeks. Oh, that's got to be so brutal in Hawaii yeah. of all brutal. places. I know so beautiful and you can't even like go and see it (laughs) but um yeah and they they don't really tell you it's it's not for sure that you're going into the villa so I kind of had a feeling like there was a possibility that I wasn't going in so we still had a few interviews to go through and those like introductory um video segments we had to do and I I fucked mine up really bad and I was, <laughs> yeah I was under pressure and I was like oh my god like I fucked it I'm not I'm not gonna go in um but they gave me like a second shot and I was able to somehow pull through um and I the next day they told me I was going into the villa um you know in a few hours so it was wow. a weird mixture of emotions because I didn't feel my best and I didn't look my best either because we were you know all quarantined in a in an environment that where we don't really get like all our personal things and everything so we just didn't get time to mentally prepare for it either because there was so much uncertainty with going in I so get you on the fact like you're quarantined like I remember for like paradise two years ago it was like the best shave of my life I was like ready to go and then for six days I ate like shit in a hotel room yeah, and I like get down to the beach and I'm like oh I feel terrible you know I look terrible yeah so when you finally did and they were like you're on you know you're on the island you're meeting all these people like right away was it like over was it a bit overwhelming you know when you're like meeting all these people and like you're in the you know you're in it oh I was so overwhelmed I because we were able to watch the episodes before going into the the villa so i'd watch yeah i was gonna ask that because i've always been so curious because it seems like the the new contestants that come in kind of have like a favorite who they want to pursue or they know what's going on before they walk into the villa yeah they require you to watch it i remember i i asked one of the producers i was like do i like have to watch it because it was something (laughs) out um but yeah they they require you to to watch it so that you know which guy you're going in for and everything and i remember while i was watching it my chaperone was like taking notes on what i was saying about each and every one of Ah. them yeah so they they take notes on what you're saying and and who you're interested in um but yeah walking in it's just it's so crazy because you see all these people on TV and then you're meeting them in real life and you're kind of trying to work out if what, how they're portrayed is actually how they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I felt like the other two girls I walked in with, Florida and Leanne, 
they it's like they were born for this show (laughs) (laughs) they were just so outgoing they were just so confident and I I knew my confidence was it just has always fluctuated just throughout my life and I felt like I had almost digressed to how I was in high school it's like the high school me was <laughs> in that car waiting to go into the villa. And I was like, shit. Like, I remember I was thinking, like, what am I doing? Like, am I really about to, like, go <laughs> and do this? And it just didn't hit me until I walked into the villa and I met everyone. Yeah. But everyone was so, they were so lovely. Everyone was so sweet and they were so wel- welcoming. But I just was, I became so shy and I'm so... It, it makes me annoyed, honestly, thinking about, like, how, like, awkward and shy I was. <laughs> very, it's very endearing, though. Like, I feel like we watched it and you were endearing. Is that something you regret? Do you wish you would have gone in, like, guns a-blazing, you know, like, burning the you place came, down kind of fuck thing? shit up, break up yeah, these Yeah, exactly. Couples, I came to like... fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> so before I went in, the producers, um, one of the producers, Ben, he basically said, don't go in and act like you're about to steal everyone's guy because that's not you. <laughs> so I'm glad that you said that because I honestly probably would have tried to be that person because the bombshells are known to be like, I'm about to steal your man. Like, yeah. I'm about to um, yeah. So I was kind of glad that I, he said that to me, but I, a part of me just wanted to show my personality more. Like I'm definitely not that type of person just like step on other people's toes. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think I was supposed to be a bombshell. Like, I just don't think I was that type of person just to like, cause you have to be really confident going in. And I just think I lack that. Almost like, overconfident like you need to be like almost like narcissistic to be like i am the best here you know like i feel like you almost have to be overconfident to be that bombshell that they want yeah. exactly and the other two girls almost had that i remember i was sitting in the car with them waiting to go into the villa and i was like oh my god like they were all about saying oh we're about to like <laughs> I, I and I remember thinking I was like I don't think I'm going to get along with anyone in this villa because I'm not like that <laughs> I could imagine too because that that window of opportunity coming in like you only have like a short time to make that impression upon the fellas when they come when you walk into the villa right and they don't even tell you how long you get either that was also a mistake I made I I thought I was going to get a much longer time to get to know people and it's funny because the day that I left, I had this like epiphany. I remember I was in the room by myself and I was like, all right, I just need to make some moves. I need to be more confident and I'm going to show up my personality finally. And then that's the day I went home. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Like today's the day. <laughs> I know. Like the sun is shining. Today's going to be great. And then oh, I got the text message. No. Uh, me and Leanne knew we were going home. I was like. Should we pack now or later? <laughs> <laughs> so how, how many days were you actually in the villa? I believe, and I say believe because time you have no concept of time when you're in there. But I think it was five days, yeah. I mean, so you were able to still build, like, friendship. Like, do you think you walked out of there with, like, some friendships, some cool relationships? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love everyone in there. I think they're amazing. And um, that's the thing with me. It takes me a long time to get to know someone romantically. I have to be friends with them first and I it was just a lot of pressure to form romantic relationships like the main guy I was focusing on Isaiah it just felt so forced with us and he said the same thing but 
it's almost like you have to do that when you're in there. You kind of have to force this romantic connection until you actually feel like an actual like romantic spark or. Yeah, it's hard, especially in that environment where there's because that environment's super. I mean, I guess the bachelor's kind of like that too, but it, actually, it's exactly like that. Where like you feel like uh, you know you, I need to get a rose this week. I need to get a rose. Like I feel like you guys kind of feel that that pressure as well. Yeah, exactly. At least you have options on the island where it's not like thirty guys competing for just one woman. That'd be a fun thing to do. Do you, could you see yourself doing that, Blake? absolutely love island i mean it's basically paradise is what love island is yeah it is really funny like we've had a lot of conversations with our guys our buddies like from the show the bachelor franchise and everyone talks like i want to do the love island thing they they look like they have so much fun (laughs) well and i don't know maybe i'm completely wrong about this but are you guys like when it comes to the the actual days in the villa is it a little bit more laid back or are they like you get up at you know 7 a.m. and then you sleep go to sleep like 4 p or 4 a.m. Honestly, that's what it's like in paradise. Like, is it a lot more laid back in Love Island or what's that like? Uh, it's honestly a mixture. So they would wake us up so early. Like you could tell it was super early because I'd wake up and go outside and the sun would still be down. <laughs> um yeah. so probably wake us up around four or five a.m. and then we were going to sleep around two a.m. probably. But during the days, unless there was a challenge, you you're kind of free to do whatever I mean they kind of push you to talk to people but um I found myself almost forgetting that I was on a tv show um that was like one of my main issues like I was a bad islander like I honestly because I wasn't creating content for for the show because there most of the time that I was there I forgot that there were cameras so I would just go ahead and like screw around with like Trina or like Amy or one of them and mm-hmm. just not even talk to any of the guys because just I, I knew that I wasn't going to form a romantic connection with any of them like as soon as I walked in the villa I was like <laughs> that'll be hard and I, I know people like in batch two feel the same way sometimes they meet the lead and they're like yep this isn't gonna work so I'm just gonna have fun like I'm just gonna you know, I've always wanted that like what do you do if you you don't like the the lead person <laughs> then it's literally like i'm gonna burn this bitch down like i'm just gonna like yeah. guns a blaze and like do whatever it takes to get screen time like that's i know there are people that do that yeah it can be hard if you feel like you know because especially women i feel like women know like in their gut they're like well this isn't you know this isn't gonna work and i bet you had that feeling for sure i know well, like when i walked in you just know that i i just did, wasn't gonna make a connection with anyone like that and um, I felt like I went for Isaiah because he was the, the single guy in the house and yeah, they're all super attractive, but like that only goes so far with me. <laughs> <laughs> so when your time ended at the villa, were you just like pissed off, you know, was it just like super crushing if you will, or was it kind of like, well, I, it was fun. I'm glad I did it. Move on kind of thing. It's oh, So I did know I was leaving, but at the same time, I don't know what it was. I, I I started crying when I when I left, and a lot of people gave me grief for that because they're like, "You you weren't in the villa long enough, like blah, blah, blah. like you shouldn't be crying over that." Um, but a lot of it was because like I didn't have enough time in there. That's why I was so emotional, and I just felt like the whole connection with Isaiah and Cash that it just that was also forced. Like it's almost like Cash realized she could potentially be going home, so she was like, "Oh, Isaiah." Um, I mean, I adore Cash and everything, but like their relationship didn't even work out either. So it it was again like I have all these like mixture of emotions, but that's like the best way I can explain it. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I was really emotional leaving and like part of me is still kind of 
annoyed at the how it went um we just it's almost like we were set up for failure when we walked in um the previous bombshells got the choice to pick who they wanted to couple up with and we didn't get that choice mm. um it was yeah it, i feel like they they really favor the guys on that show um just by the fact that they've sent in so many female bombshells and hardly any guys so i a lot of me is just like Ugh, i'm i'm iffy about the whole situation but yeah. i'm also really glad that i did it too that's good that was gonna be our next question if you regret it or not but you're glad you did it I am. Yeah. Because I've always wanted to experience something like this. Um, I think I would be more upset if I didn't get on the show. So I, I need to keep reminding myself that yeah. <laughs> like I, I did the show and I, I went way out of my comfort zone. Um, but yeah, I, I don't regret it. I'm, I'm really thankful for the opportunity and I got to meet amazing people. We'll be right back. Honestly, I don't know how Love Island works completely with like alumni because it is a newer show. But like, do alumni ever go back on the show? How does that work as far as, you know, like, like, are there, is there other opportunities with that show, you know, that you can go on? Or how does that work? I honestly don't know. I don't know if anyone that's been on the show previously and gone on like a Love Island reunion type of thing. I think that would be a great idea. Yeah, I wonder if there's because there's this is only the third season, I believe, here, right? Yeah, the US yeah, version. It's a UK show. Because maybe they're building up and maybe they'll create like a, a spin-off of it eventually. Mm-hmm. Once they get a few more seasons under their belt. That'd be great. Yeah, I could see that. Um it's it's really a big show in the UK and it's fairly new in the US. So I honestly hadn't watched any of the US seasons. I only watched the UK seasons. So being from the UK, would you go and do Love Island UK? <laughs> I guess I could so um, That'd be kind of cool. So, yeah, I, I think I would be open to it. I think it would be a different dynamic going in on the UK version because just people are just different in the UK. Um, I think a lot of people said I didn't fit in on the US version and that I should try for the UK version. I was like, is that a compliment or I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a very interesting point that you had talked about how they favor the men on the show. Cause like I, I do watch the show and I'm kind of addicted to it. Like sadly to admit that, but um, like looking at like this season, it's like, yeah, you look at like Olivia Trina who are still on the show there's no new guys ever coming in except for like last night's episode, a couple new ones came in, but it's, that is always like three or four women that come in for the fellas. I always wonder like what the, obviously the producers know what they're doing, but it's just, sometimes I wonder like what makes them send in like so many girls all at once. Like I, I had no idea I was going in with two other girls. I thought maybe one other girl, but not two. So those three of us going into the villa and, and we kind of already knew that two of us would be going home like before we even entered the villa because there were so many girls and like a handful of guys. Um, and that's like what made it even harder for the girls going in because there were like a small pool of guys to pick from and then like a larger pool of girls that they could pick from. Um, and they kind of did the same thing recently too. They sent in three girls and then like only two guys. And so there's so many girls and hardly any guys. And it seems like there's more like single women on the show right now than there really are the men. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> there is. 
that's the weird part because paradise is a little different that's the only thing i can compare it to when we're in the hotel we don't watch the show so we don't know what's going on on the beach so we have no idea so we go in not sure how many guys are there not sure how many girls are there or anything but it was kind of crazy that you went in knowing yeah so that was that's interesting yeah we have no idea when we hit that beach what's happening we don't know who's with who and who's single who's yeah it's crazy so i had no idea i assumed it was really similar how they film it um yeah, but it's it's also weird because we we're not able to catch up on like the very latest episode. So when I went in, Christian was gone, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Like <laughs> <laughs> the guy I wanted to meet now is gone, uh, and there was uh, Isaiah. Like I had no idea Isaiah was in the villa. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, it didn't work out unfortunately. You know, there for five days, didn't find love or anything. What are you doing these days? You see, you're obviously in Scottsdale. Um, right now I'm planning on just traveling a lot. Um, I think I won't get this time back in my life ever again, where I can just go up and travel and, you know, do whatever. So I think I'm going to travel around, probably meet up with some of the Islanders. I know Isaiah is really interested in coming to Scottsdale and like, he told me to come to Houston. So I think that'll be fun. Leanne's in Houston too. I feel like everyone in their mothers is in Miami right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that. And there it looks like there's a few couples oh, that have came off the show that are all hanging out in Miami. Yeah, Amy and Wes were there, I think. And I think they went back home now. But yeah, everyone is in Miami. So I guess I got to go to Miami now. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have to ask, because I did see a lot of recent banter back and forth between, was it you and Andrew? No, oh, look at that grin. <laughs> she started smiling before he even said his name. <laughs> you guys weren't shy about it so I might as well ask uh, uh, <laughs> I think, so i think andrew's just one of those types of people that is uh very confident um he is a tiktoker after all. i think they found a lot of people from tiktok at the show which is quite funny because i, I that is funny a TikToker. <laughs> um, but yeah andrew i'm open to meeting him i just also think He's in like every girl's DMs too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so take me with a grain of salt, you know. I'm, you know, I'm, I, I'm not putting too much out there. I kind of railed it back in a little bit because I was like, Ugh. <laughs> he just reminds me of like every guy I've ever dated too. Yeah, I was trying to stay away from when I went on, into the villa. So obviously. It's, I'm like a fuckboy magnet. <laughs> I feel like they need to just follow you around with cameras, like after the show. Like, it sounds like there's multiple relationships and stuff that come yeah. after the show. Like, all press is good press or bad press is good press or whatever it is. All press is good press. So <laughs> I think you're exactly right. You're never going to get a chance to travel again like this. So travel as much as possible, especially because it's just like Bachelor too. Like, you can go to different cities and you have a couch to crash around exactly. if you need with all the islanders. Yeah. These cities now that I could never visit before, and now I have a place to crash at. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take yeah. advantage of it while you can, a hundred percent. And where can everybody find you? Like Instagram, all that kind of fun stuff. TikTok, do you have a TikTok? Not a TikTok. <laughs> I probably won't TikTok. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe Andrew will give me some pointers or something. No. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just on Instagram, really. It's Roxy Ahmad. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all this. I, I've never had a Twitter either. Like, I've never been... I heard Twitter's, like, a, not a good place to go on. No. Twitter's overrated. Yeah. I have a Twitter, but I've tweeted, like, six times. Twitter's, like, only for, like, news. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Tech updates, really. And you also have a cocktail blog, right, on Instagram? I do. See, okay, I made that cocktail blog as a joke, too. Uh, it was during uh, quarantine when we are all, like, in hardcore lockdown. And the only thing I was doing for fun was drinking. So I was like, might as well make... <laughs> Uh, a blog about it and post all the the drinks that I'm <laughs> consuming. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's Roxy drinks. <laughs> Roxy drinks. So everybody go check out our cocktail blog. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. And yeah, hopefully, I'm thinking Eric's right. Like we're three seasons in. Hopefully, there's like some spinoff. Yeah. Look forward to uh, seeing you again. Yeah. You too. Thank you guys. Behind the Rose is recorded live at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. Be sure to go check out our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast and follow us so you always know when we drop a new episode. And give us all five of those stars. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Behind the Rose.